This is the Sunday Edge with Todd on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call Todd now at 457-1290. Whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge, live local talk for the Miami Valley. My name is Todd. Agenda-free radio for your Sunday evening. On this show, we talk about the other stuff in life. The fun stuff, the interesting stuff. Things like why it's best for me to let Christmas decorating to my wife. Or why Die Hard is not, is not a Christmas movie. Just a couple of the things we're going to talk about tonight. 457-1290 is the number to call. Uh, You can also follow me on Facebook. Look for the Sunday Edge Todd. And uh, on that Facebook page, we're actually up to 498 likes. So maybe by the time the show is over... We'll be up to 500. That'd be pretty cool. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And you can get previous shows at whio.com. Just click on WHIO Radio On Demand, and you will find a listing of uh, all the many shows here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Yes, we're going to talk about whether or not Die Hard is, in fact, a Christmas movie. Every year on my Facebook page... My friends, I find a couple of my friends arguing over this. We're going to talk about that uh, probably next hour. Uh, But this hour, we are in the holiday season, and a lot of people spend the weekend after Thanksgiving decorating. And uh, my house, it's no exception. When I was uh, a single parent... And I had a, a small child. My son's now 22, so it's he's moved out. Uh, but when I was when I was a single parent, and he was little, I'd make a big deal out of Christmas. I'd I'd you know uh, deck the halls, as they say, and uh, made a big to do out of it because it was his childhood, and I want hit, wanted him to have the same kind of Christmas experience that I had growing up because my parents did that. There were decorations all over the place. There were nativity scenes. There were uh, Santa sleighs and reindeer, uh, wreaths galore, glitter everywhere. Uh, It looked like at times Christmas had vomited all over our house. Uh, And I tried to to carry on that uh, tradition for a while, but eventually he got my son older and it, it became less of a deal. Then I got married. I got remarried, and uh, my wife and I have no children in our house. It's just her and I, and to me, quite candidly, I'm sort of like, look, I know your family comes over. Let's put up a tree. Let's put up maybe a string of lights. Let's put up some, uh, you know, maybe a a couple of uh, stockings, and let's just call it a day because the thing is, and you don't think about this when you are putting up your Christmas decorations unless you're like my neighbor at some point you have to take them down and that's the thing that's a pain in the butt it's fun to put christmas decorations up i get it it's not fun to take them down uh because at the end of uh november when you're putting them up like this past weekend i mean it's 50 degrees right now in dayton That's perfect Christmas decorating weather. If you want to climb out on a ladder and hang lights from your garage, those ugly icicles, uh, you can do that, and it's not too bad. But I'm telling you, when you get to the first week or two of January, 
a month from now and it's five degrees outside, <laughs> you're not going to want to be taking them down. And that's what invariably happens. So I, to me, the less that I do with Christmas decorations, the better. And this, this is a good thing for a number of reasons. One, um, I, I don't like getting yelled at by my wife. And even this morning, uh, when she was starting to get some of the boxes out, I'd say, hey, you know, that might look good over there on the mantle. No, that's not going to look good there. I'm going to put this over here. Oh, okay. Uh, she bought a new topiary set. For the front porch, topiar topiaries. Is that right? Topiaries? Little fake trees in buckets. That's what I call them. Uh, but she spent like 150 bucks. Or no, it was they were on sale. I think she spent 80 bucks on a uh, string of garland, which we could have gotten at Odd Lots for uh, two dollars. A wreath, which we could have gotten for two dollars. At uh, at the Goodwill or someplace like that, but no, she bought it at uh, at Lowe's, and she was out there today, and trying to string it up and plug it in and all this, and you know, I was like, well, yeah, but the one is kind of blocked, the toper, you can't see it from the street, kind of like, what's the point? Um, but we uh, but we got that up, and then she started getting more stuff out, and every time I go to make a suggestion, I just got that look. So she has a very precise kind of idea of what she wants Christmas to be. And part of it is, I think last year, um, we kind of got blindsided with something. I won't go into all the details, but my wife does crafting. And she has one of those crickets. And she's, uh, she's quite talented at this. But last year, she made a Christmas ornament for me with the radio station logo on it that I was going to give out on the air. So she did that, and I, I only asked her to make a couple. Well, lo and behold, people here at Cox Media Group love them, and uh, they ordered several hundred of all the different brands that are here in our building, which was cool, but because my wife was just inundated with orders, she didn't have the opportunity to really decorate that much. So this year, things are a little bit different. She's still doing that, but uh, we're a little more organized. And uh, she's going to spend, you know, the next week or so decorating the house. And I'm just curious, uh, other guys out there, do you participate in the decorating of the house or do you leave it to the wife and or kids? Because I, I just really feel like um, I'm just asking for trouble. And you want to try to keep the holidays cheerful and happy. There's no point in getting into an argument over where the nativity scene should go or shouldn't go. Or where the inflatable Rudolph should go. Or the inflatable elf. We were at Lowe's last weekend and they have those giant inflatable things that people put on their front yards and their front lawns. And I find them just so terribly gaudy, but they have a giant elf. They also have, um, what's the kid in uh, Christmas? Oh, Ralphie. They've got Ralphie in his, uh, pink bunny suit. Another great Christmas movie. But, uh, yeah, I, so I'm just curious if people, you know, what, what, what do guys do around the house when the wife is decorating? Do you just sit there and watch football like I was doing today, watching the Bengals get their butts kicked by the Browns? Wow. That was that was hard to watch. Did you watch the game? Oh, my gosh. And, you know, the one thing that I noticed, uh, it was in the fourth quarter, and <clears throat> the Bengals were down, I think, at this point by three touchdowns. And one of the receivers for the Bengals made a catch, and uh, he got a bit flamboyant afterwards and spun the ball on the turf and kind of, you know, made a motion like he was heading towards the end zone. And it was like, I don't know, five minutes left. 
four minutes left, not a lot of time, and they were down by three touchdowns. And they they pretty much had been beaten up. And I just I thought it was a little odd that he was getting all cocky and everything, uh, being down by three touchdowns. It looked as though the Bengals had had too much stuffing on Thanksgiving. They were just a little slow. A little slow. The one thing I did like, though, was when uh, when the Browns made an interception, and I forget who's, who, who made the interception, but he made it over by the Bengals' sideline and then handed it to Hugh Jackson, former Browns coach who was fired a couple weeks ago and was immediately hired by the Bengals. I thought that was kind of clever. <laughs> Just hand him the intercepted pass. Oh, my goodness. 457-1290 is the number to call. So, yeah, if you're a guy and your wife is very precise and very demanding when it comes to Christmas decorations, do you participate or do you just sort of, you know, do the do the heavy work, the lifting or the climbing when she wants something put on the front of the house? Are you the one that goes up and, and does that? I wouldn't want my wife uh, climbing a ladder. I, I don't really want to climb a ladder. Uh, watching a fat guy climb a ladder ladder should be a YouTube channel uh, because that's that would be me, <laughs> you know. And and nobody wants to see that. But I'm willing to do it for my wife if she if that's what she wants. I do it. But who does the decorating in your house? Do you just leave it to the wife and kids, or uh, do you dig in and do it? Or maybe you have the vision. Maybe you, the husband, have the vision. Maybe they leave it to you. I don't know. Or are you just left to getting the Christmas decorations out of the attic or out of the the dark, dank basement and bringing them up upstairs, a ritual that happens every year uh, throughout homes, throughout the country? Is, is that something that you do? Is that your deal? Give us a call, 457-1290. That is the number that you should call. Got your calls coming up here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge. This is the Sunday Edge with Todd on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call Todd now at 457-1290. Whatever, whatever, whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge. Live local talk from Miami Valley. My name is Todd. Whatever is on your brain is fair game for the radio. 457-1290. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Sunday Edge Todd. And you can get past shows at WHIO.com. Click on WHIO Radio then on demand and you'll find a listing of all the shows that you can get here on demand so if you can't listen live you can listen later at your leisure 457-1290 we've been talking about uh well christmas decorations the holidays are here and uh people are decorating their house a lot of people spend and wait until that weekend after thanksgiving that's kind of the rule unspoken rule that many people follow 
that uh, no garland will be hung until the turkey is gone. It doesn't really rhyme. But uh, a lot of people do that, and they're doing it this weekend. And I'm just curious, um, who does the decorating at your house? Uh, Do you do it? Does your spouse do it? Do your kids do it? Do you hire somebody to come in and do it? I know there are some businesses where you can hire, and they will come and put Christmas lights up. Uh, I don't know that I would ever pay somebody to come and decorate my house. It's not that important to me. And as I mentioned earlier, when I, when I was a single parent and I had a small child, I put more effort into it. But now that my son has grown and I remarried uh, six years ago and my wife and I have no children in the house, to me it just seems like a lot of effort uh, for very little return. Yes, the whole family comes over to our house. And yes, we have nieces. We don't have any nephews that come over. Um, but the nieces, you know, they come over, but all they're interested in are in, in, in presents. I don't know that they're really all that excited about, you know, coming to uh, Uncle Todd and Aunt Mary's house and seeing all uh, the Christmas galore all over the place. Four five seven twelve ninety. And speaking of Christmas, uh, a little bit later we're going to be talking about uh, your favorite Christmas movie and why I don't believe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. But speaking of Christmas movies, this is kind of cool. December eighth, WHIO Radio, along with Eagle, the Eagle Radio Station, one of our sister stations here in town. Um are going to be hosting National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation out at the Plaza Theater, the historic Plaza Theater in Miamisburg. And it's a uh, beautiful place if you've not been there. It's one of those old-style theaters that they have uh, redone inside. There's a beautiful marquee, and it's on a nice little uh, city street. It's just kind of quaint. It's, uh, you know, uh, Americana. But uh, that's happening December 8th, 7 o'clock, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Uh, We're going to be talking about that. We have a perp of the week. So this feature, Perp of the Week, what we do is we highlight criminals that are living amongst us. In our communities, in our cities, in our states, in our country. Whenever uh, criminals do unusual or interesting things, uh, I like to bring them to the forefront, put them out there, so we can all sort of ridicule them. Well, this story comes from uh, Solon, Ohio. I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's outside of Cleveland, and it's in uh, Cuyahoga County. Uh, This happened last Monday, the 19th. I think that was last Monday. An officer using radar detected a car traveling 100 miles per hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. Uh... The driver, an Indianapolis man, 22, told the officer that he was speeding because he was trying to get to his favorite hamburger place before it closed down. Uh, He was cited with uh, impairment and failed a field sobriety test. That makes sense. But here's the thing. He was trying to get to Steak and Shake. What do we know about Steak and Shake? That's right. It's open 24 hours a day. But this guy was arrested (laughs) for uh, DUI and speeding, reckless operation, and driving without an operator's license. This guy was a winner all around. I love Steak and Shake. Oh, my gosh. I really do. 
I love their garlic burger. That's a really good burger. Um, but I wouldn't speed 100 miles per hour to get there. I certainly wouldn't drive there drunk. But, uh, wow. There's your perp of the week. 100 miles an hour to get to... Uh, to get to Steak and Shake. You know, Fry Guy from K99, he loves Steak and Shake. I could see him doing that. He's got a race car. He drives a race car around town. And uh, I could see him doing that completely to get to Steak and Shake. Uh, this is the Sunday Edge, 457-1290. If you've got a call or a comment about Christmas decorations or Steak and Shake or anything, remember, whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge. My name is Todd. Some Green Day there in Brain Stew. I don't know if you heard the weather forecast earlier from uh, News Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag, uh, but he's talking about heavy winds uh, moving into the area. Uh, probably around uh, 8 o'clock, he says it's going to kick it up, be kicked up a notch, if you will. Uh, he's expecting wind 20 to 25 miles per hour. And uh, the gusts are going to increase as we go into the night and into tomorrow morning. So all those Christmas decorations you may have put out today, my wife's topiaries, I think we're going to have to bolt them down. Uh, we're talking about 30-mile-an-hour uh, wind gusts in the 11 o'clock hour tonight. Throughout the night, it's going to go from... 30 all the way up to anywhere between 40, 45 miles per hour uh, through morning drive tomorrow. So whatever you do, uh, make sure you're listening to uh, Miami Valley's morning news for the latest uh, because it's also going to get cold. Right now it's 50 degrees in Dayton, and tomorrow morning it's supposed to be in the 30s, low 30s. So that wind is going to make it really, really cold. Uh, so keep it here at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I uh, went to the movies last night. My wife and I, we went to see Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. I think that's right. Sarah, is that right? Do you know? You have no clue? I kept telling my wife, I think this is The Crimes of Griswold. You know, and I thought that might that would be an entertaining movie, The Crimes of Griswold, maybe a Halloween movie, The Ghost of Aunt Edna. But anyway, uh, we were watching uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald last night, and it was a pretty good flick. Um, I won't ruin it because it's only been out for a few weeks, and I know a lot of people maybe haven't seen it. My wife is a big Harry Potter fan, and uh, so she was very excited. We were sitting there in the uh, the second row in the, uh, the stadium seating at the Regal. And uh, it was packed. And I'm one of those people that I don't like strangers sitting close to me. So when I go in, I take my coat off and I put it in the chair next to me. And that's kind of like the unspoken barrier, right? I mean, don't we all sort of have that? It's an unspoken, understood, cultural thing. You don't sit right next to me. And uh, there were plenty of people in the theater. And it was an empty seat, another empty seat, and then there were some people. And I saw a couple walk in and they were eyeing the two seats next to me. So I kind of uh, moved around a little bit and lifted my coat up and just kind of put it back down and just, you know, sent that message. I don't want you up here. Um, but for the most part, people were well-behaved. I did see one couple get up in the middle of the film and move to the other side of the, the theater. I don't know if uh, somebody was uh, chattering be behind them. Maybe that could have been it. But at the very end of the movie, there's kind of this reveal. Um, the uh, I, I, I don't want to ruin it. No spoilers here. But uh, when it was revealed, we heard from the back of the theater, somebody cursed really loud, like, holy... Because of what was said. Uh, so if you're a Harry Potter fan and you haven't seen the movie yet, you got to check it out and just wait till the very end. It's uh, it's a pretty good flick. And uh, 
A lot of fun. Much better than the first one. My wife and I agreed. We thought that this was a much better um, Fantastic Beasts than the first one that came out a couple years ago. Much darker, much more interesting. Uh, not as um, character or um, creature driven, if you will. Anyway, uh, you might want to check that movie out. This is the Sunday Edge. Take your calls at 457-1290. My name is Todd. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge with Todd on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call Todd now at 457-1290. Whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. We have open lines, 457-1290. This is the Sunday Edge. Whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. My name is Todd, your host. This past Friday morning, I had the uh, the great opportunity to fill in for uh, Larry Hanskin on Miami Valley's Morning News. And I have to tell you, getting up that early... I don't know that I'd ever get used to it. I used to do it. I used to do a morning show here in town. Uh, and we went on at 6. So I was usually rolling in about so quarter to. Uh, but uh, Larry is usually here, I don't know, like 3.30 or 4. It's insane. That's just a, that's a whole other lifestyle. Uh, but that was Black Friday. And uh, I was hosting sort of our Black Friday broadcast, hoping to get people to call in and tell us what they were seeing out in the Miami Valley. And uh, the truth was, is there were a couple of stores, specialty stores that had a lot of lines, uh, long lines, but most of the malls were not that busy. Uh, We didn't have any reports of uh, people fighting, which usually you see. Uh, over uh, Black Friday, but I didn't see any. Uh, I didn't see any stories on the news about people fighting over Christmas items this year. Maybe, uh, maybe we've all learned to calm down <laughs> and just buy whatever we need on Amazon. Maybe that's it. Uh, this is the time of the year when uh, when our postal service, our postman, hates us uh, because we do most of our shopping on Amazon. And uh, I mean, we got we got packages today, on Sunday, so I'm sure that makes them happy. Um, and there was a story, and I, I mentioned this Friday morning. Uh, there was a story of the Dayton police investigating a couple of uh, instances where Amazon packages were being stolen off of the front porch. Now, fortunately for me, I've never had that happen, and we do buy a lot on Amazon. Knock on wood. Uh, we've never had anybody steal items. But it dawned on me that maybe a good way to keep people from uh, stealing your stuff. Because a lot of these thieves, they'll do it once. They uh, they score big and then they, they'll keep doing it. They keep coming back. My idea is save your Amazon boxes. And on the days, and you know when you're going to get Amazon deliveries on the days that you don't have an Amazon delivery schedule, put your junk, just get some junk that you don't want anymore. Seal it up in one of the Amazon boxes, put it on your front porch. If somebody steals it, you get rid of your junk and you ruin a thieves day. And if you do that a few times, I'm guessing they'll stop bothering your front porch. They'll be like, I don't need old ladies' granny panties anymore. I don't need your old dish towels. I don't need a year's supply of sporks. Though a spork comes in handy. I wouldn't turn my nose up at that. But you get my point. Just get rid of your stuff. Put it out there. If they come by and steal it, well, there you go. You killed two birds with one stone. You get rid of your junk. 
and uh, you teach a thief a lesson. Coming up next hour, we are going to be talking about Christmas movies. I posted a list of uh, 12 possibilities, favorite Christmas movies. We're going to talk about them. Uh, and one of them happens to be Die Hard. And I don't believe for one second that da Die Hard is a Christmas movie. But that's all coming up. This is the Sunday Edge. Live local talk for the Miami Valley. Check out Larry Hanskin tomorrow morning, Miami Valley's morning news. Beginning at 5 a.m. on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge with Todd on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call Todd now at 457-1290. Whatever, whatever, whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. And I'm getting really sick of guys named Todd. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just a goofy, it's a goofy name, okay? Hi, what's your name? Todd. I'm Todd. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge. Live local talk for the Miami Valley every Sunday night from 6 until 8. Right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's agenda-free radio for your Sunday evening. Nobody wants to think too hard. I'm certainly not going to. <laughs> but whatever is on your brain is fair game for the radio. 457-1290. You can follow me on Facebook. On Instagram and Twitter, just uh, search Sunday Edge Todd. You can also get previous shows on WHIO.com. Click on WHIO Radio On Demand, and there you will find all the previous shows. I think this is show number eight or nine now. I've lost track. We haven't even made it to ten, and I can't remember how many shows we've done. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. So here's the deal. Um... This argument comes up every year around the holidays, and it has to do with Christmas movies. And I've always sort of maintained that simply because a movie takes place during the holiday season doesn't make, doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Of course, I'm talking about Die Hard, and this is always an argument on Facebook. I see it. I have friends who are die-hard, die-hard fans. And they believe that it's a Christmas movie. And I just don't buy it. A movie that came out around that same time, Lethal Weapon. With Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. It was, it was the holidays. In Los Angeles. I don't think anybody thinks that Die Hard, or excuse me, that Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie, do they? So why would Die Hard be a Christmas movie? I posted this little poll on my Facebook page. Uh, favorite Christmas movie, and it gives you 12 options. And of course, it's Facebook, so you can comment. And uh, give your give your own if it's not listed. But the 12 choices, Christmas Vacation, um, Elf, Polar Express, Miracle on 34th Street, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Home Alone, Christmas Story, The Grinch, The Santa Claus, Charlie Brown, a Wonderful Life, and, of course, Die Hard. In some of the comments, people are pretty pretty adamant. Uh, Jamie from Beaver Creek says, yes, yes, it is. Now shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> um, Marnie agrees. But see, she's one who says that Lethal Weapon is also a Christmas film. But I, I don't buy it. I'll tell you the movies I hate, Christmas-wise. Bad Santa. 
I have helped Santa Claus out a few years by being one of his Santa helper imposters, if you will, uh, throughout the years. I throw on a Santa outfit and I help Santa make uh, make appearances because Santa can't make all of his appearances. He's a busy guy. So I, I have a special place in my heart for Santa. And uh, the the notion that uh, somebody could be besmirching the name of Santa really offends me. So I'm not a fan of uh, Bad Santa or Badder Santa or any of those Bad Santa movies. Um, Jennifer says, yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, her favorite, followed by Christmas Story. Now, here are two very separate types of films you've got a christmas story which is wholesome americana the 50s the red rider bb gun you'll shoot your eye out very americana and then on the other hand she's comparing it to die hard not even close uh steve and waynesville says yes it is Julie says yes. Number 11 is her favorite. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I had one person comment, and uh, I was trying to get him to call in, and I don't know if they will. They're a little shy. But uh, Chris says, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. You can set the movie during Fourth of July or Easter or St. Patrick's Day or Thanksgiving, and it would be the exact same movie. Christmas movie needs to be a movie that is either about Christmas or it is so ingrained in Christmas culture that you couldn't set it at a different time. Die Hard is like neither of those. He adds, uh, make no mistake, I love Die Hard. It's one of my top five movies of all time, but it's not a Christmas movie. It's just a movie that happens during Christmas, and I agree. Chris is an intelligent man. One movie that wasn't on the list, it's one of my favorites. And I do get I get scoffed at when I mention this. One of my favorite Christmas movies, Love Actually. I love that movie. Now I have a thing for Kira Knightley. That's my weakness. But there's a lot of great people in that film, and it's a fun movie. It's a cute movie. It's a feel-good movie, and it is a Christmas movie. It's about love during the holidays and being nice to each other. If you haven't seen Love Actually, you should check it out. Um, Some other movies you might uh, be interested in. Of course, there's the uh, Home Alone and Home Alone 2. I found this list, 55 best Christmas movies of all time. They list Eloise at Christmas time. (laughs) I've never seen that. Sarah, are you familiar with Eloise? Do you know what? I have no idea what Eloise. Not at all. Yeah. But it's, it, I don't think it's a very old movie, but that's like number 11 on the list. Uh, they've got it listed higher than Miracle on 34th Street. 457-1290. Uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Here's one I've never heard of. The Great Rupert. Have no idea. The Great Rupert. White Christmas, of course. Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, that's a great one. My son loves that. He loves uh, Tim Burton. Um, Babes in Toyland. Yeah. Haven't seen that one. Holiday Inn. Haven't seen that one. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's a big one. Uh, The Santa Claus is is a favorite of mine. I like that. Uh, But The Muppet Christmas Carol is one of my top five Christmas movies of all time. I mentioned uh, Christmas Vacation and uh, just want to touch on this again. On December 8th, out at the uh, Historic Plaza Theater in Miamisburg, uh, WHIO Radio, along with the Eagle Radio Station, uh, one of our sister stations here, we're hosting a special screening of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 
at uh, 7 o'clock there at the uh, Plaza Theater in Miamisburg. And here's the cool thing. Tickets are only 5 bucks. So uh, you can uh, catch uh, Christmas Vacation on the big screen. I know a lot of people have it on DVD and Blu-ray, but uh, it might be kind of cool to see it in the theater. Uh, Gremlins. Now here's one. It's been a while since I've seen Gremlins. But they call this a Christmas movie. Really? The Gremlins? After a boy breaks three important rules, a cute and fuzzy present spawns evil offspring that ruin Christmas Eve in this comic horror movie. Okay. Uh, here's one. Trading Places. Now, this is an excellent example. I just saw... This is one of those movies with uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Um, whenever it comes on, I watch it. If you know the premise... Uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd uh, swap places. Eddie is like a uh, he's a he's a homeless crack addict, addict, and uh, Dan Aykroyd is a uh, millionaire Wall Street guy. And through uh, uh, manipulation, the two switch places, and that's the movie basically. <laughs> but it happens over the holidays, not a Christmas movie, just not a Christmas movie. In my opinion, 457-1290 is the number to call. Ed from New Carlisle, you're on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, Todd. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Ed. Um, I'm kind of a strange child. I'm about as old as dirt. But my, kind of one of my favorite kind of Christmas music shows was the, the Walton's first Christmas when they first started. They were, they were a great run in a, in a long time. I, it was just so, it was so nice and so... You didn't have to worry about any language. It was just, uh, right. to me, just a peaceful uh, movie to watch. So now, have you uh, have you seen have you seen Die Hard, Ed? Uh, right, and you know, um, do you think I it's like a Christmas Hard, movie? It, you, like you said, you can watch it anytime. You know, that's what's so bad. Yeah, it just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't uh, doesn't have to take place at Christmas. It could happen any time of the year. That's right. That's you right. know, and. Uh, and Christmas is supposed to be like Christmas music. Why would you want to hear uh, Metallica during Christmas if you like Metallica song or something? You know, that's a, it's a, it's part of Christmas. Christmas music, Christmas movies. Right. You know, I also I was uh, I was thinking. Thanks for your call, Ed. That line's open four five seven twelve ninety. I was thinking of other films that have uh, Christmas scenes, and I believe that there is a, uh, a, a a couple of scenes in The Godfather. That takes place during Christmas. Nobody would argue that The Godfather is a Christmas movie, would they? Uh, some of the worst Christmas mu- uh, Christmas movies, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Oh, that was a bad one. That was a very bad Christmas movie. Um, now see this list. There's the bad Santa. Don't like that. Um, let's see what, oh, Serendipity. That's a, that's a hokey movie with John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. Again, takes place during the holidays, but not really a Christmas movie, in my opinion. They've got Batman Returns on this as a Christmas movie. Because it comes out, or the, I guess there's there's scenes in Christmas Oh my goodness. 457-1290 is the number to call. This is the Sunday Edge. We'll uh, take more of your calls coming up. On the way, we have a Florida Follies. A couple of stories from Florida that have to do with people using food as weapons. Only in Florida. That's all coming up. This is the Sunday Edge on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge with Todd on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call Todd now at 457-1290. Whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. We have a few lines open, 457-1290. This is the Sunday Edge. Whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. My name is Todd. Thanks for listening. We're talking about your favorite Christmas movies of all time. And the uh, yearly contention 
that I see on Facebook between friends and family and some foes alike is whether or not Die Hard is really, truly a Christmas film. I say that it's not. I say simply because the movie takes place over the holiday at a Christmas party does not make it a Christmas movie. Uh, Someone earlier pointed out via Facebook message that uh, you could take Die Hard, have it take place during the 4th of July instead of a Christmas party. It's a office picnic. And the movie would be the exact same. Has nothing to do with Christmas. 457-1290. If you'd like to uh, share your least favorite Christmas movie, you can do that as well. Uh, One of my favorites, I mentioned, Love Actually. I get ridiculed for that uh, by my friends because they see that as a chick flick. And I would maybe agree, (laughs) but I love that film. And every year during the holidays, I make sure that I watch Love Actually at least once. Uh, You can follow the show, by the way, on Facebook. And I bring that up because we are uh, on Facebook, Sunday Edge Todd. Uh, The show is uh, going on uh, two months old now. I think this is the eighth eighth episode or ninth episode. I can't remember. Sarah, could you find out how many Sundays have we been doing this? But we are up to 499 likes and follows on our Facebook page. And I would like very much to reach 500 by the time the show ends here at 8 o'clock. So uh, if you're not driving... Hop on Facebook, if you're on Facebook, and look for the Sunday Edge Todd and like it. It's very simple. All you got to do is like it. And throughout the week, I post stuff up there, odd stories that I find, things that I I think you might find amusing. And uh, it's just a great way to keep up with the show. You can send me messages. You can participate in the show. It's just a a good way to kind of keep track of things. Uh, This morning I was watching uh, CBS Sunday Morning, as I do every Sunday, and there was a story about waterbeds. And I remember back in the 70s and the 80s, early 80s, waterbeds were like all the craze. I wanted a waterbed. My parents wouldn't let me have a waterbed. Um I had a friend, though, whose brother had a waterbed, and sometimes when I would spend the night at my friend's house, his brother would be out all night or doing whatever, and uh, I'd crash in the waterbed. And it was, you know, it was entertaining and it was fun. It was a waterbed. But then at some point, waterbeds kind of became, I, I guess, passe because, one, they're a pain to move. And I know a lot of apartment complexes won't let you have a waterbed because of uh, the, the fear that a waterbed could spring a leak and flood your apartment and the one below it. That makes sense. Um, but I hadn't really given waterbeds too much thought. And then I saw this uh, story this morning that waterbeds are making a comeback. And I I turned to my wife. I said, hey, what do you think about that? Would you want a waterbed? And she just, you know, as she does, gives me the look. I'm a big guy. And uh, I have enough problems getting out of bed in the morning sometimes. (laughs) I don't think a waterbed is going to help. So I don't think we're going to get a waterbed. But do you still have a waterbed? They interviewed some woman who just, like, swears by it. Absolutely loves her waterbed but I don't know anybody who still has a waterbed 457-1290 if uh, if you want to share your waterbed story (laughs) and also uh, great Christmas movies what's your favorite 457-1290 this is the Sunday Edge
on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge with Todd on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call Todd now at 457-1290. Whatever, whatever, whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. WHIO, Sunday Edge. My name is Todd. This is live local talk for the Miami Valley. Every Sunday night, 6 until 8, agenda-free radio for your Sunday evening. We are uh, talking about a number of things. Your favorite Christmas movie. I just played some Elvis. That is my favorite Christmas song of all time. And I played it because (laughs) Sarah, my producer, got a call from uh, somebody requesting music. They wanted to hear Elvis. That's not what they wanted to hear. I don't know if they thought we were an oldie station taking uh, instant instant request. Uh, But anyway, there was some Elvis. Uh, Christmas time, pretty baby. Uh, The snow is falling on the ground, though it's not right now. It's 51 degrees in Dayton. Uh, But if you heard the weather a few minutes ago, we could see uh, mixed precip overnight and the wind is going to kick up and it's going to be really cold tomorrow morning in the 30s. Doesn't sound like it's that cold, but we're looking at wind gusts uh, between 35 and 45 miles per hour. So it could be very, very cold, very, very, very chilly on your way to work and your kids and grandkids going to school. Uh, I got to give a uh, shout-out to Blake Moore. Uh, Blake, way to go, man. I appreciate it. Blake uh, was the 500th person to like the Sunday Edge Facebook page. And uh, I was hoping that we would do it before 8 o'clock, and we did it, and then some. Uh, We're now up to 503 likes, so that's very cool. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, 457-1290, if you have a comment about a movie uh, that you'd like to to discuss, a Christmas movie. Also, I threw it out there. I saw a story this morning about waterbeds. And uh, apparently waterbeds are making a comeback. And I'm just curious if you still have a waterbed. Or did you pop it a long time ago and it flooded your living room or your bedroom or the neighbors or whatever? 457-1290. Roger from St. Parish here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, Roger? Well, I've been listening to your radio station. Usually I'm not out in the garage this time of night. What are you doing out in the garage? Well, I'm burning some stuff over there up side in the barrel, but I listen to WHIO the whole time and uh, when I'm out here. So, anyway, your waterbed story. Yeah. Best bed I ever had. Is, uh, my wife got one that was, uh, when I married her, was uh, had the fiber thing in it. The fiber thing? There was a fiber? There was like a fiber in there, yeah. Oh, okay. It wasn't a free flow. Hurt my back. Okay. We got rid of both of them. Oh wow! Got rid of my, got rid of my best 
waterbed. And the best Christmas story, when I was growing up, I was, I'm 61 years old, was Frosty Snowman and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And they had the Naruko shave, you know, shaver. So, and now it's, um, you know, the Christmas story. So, you know, I'm like, Okay. Multi-generation thing. So, so explain. Expl- and, and, and Die Hard's not one. Right. Die do you do you think one. it's a Christmas movie though? Is it a Christmas movie? Yeah. Now you say it's not one of your favorites, but is that, in your opinion, oh, is Die no, Hard no, a Christmas no. movie? Exactly. No. No. That's my point. No. It, it's not. I it, could go. I, I could make a movie around Christmas time. And go hey, and sing Jingle Bells and. <laughs> Boom, it's a Christmas movie. No, it's not. It's not. Right, I like right. Die Hard, but, you know, but not well, a Christmas movie. I, I compared it to the movie Lethal Weapon with uh, Danny yeah, Glover right. and Mel Gibson yeah. takes place during Christmas. But, I, and, but I've had some people comment that, yes, they think that, too, is a Christmas movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I don't get that. I don't get it. All uh, right. I think... I think a lot of it's a generation gap. Well, that could be too. That could yeah. be too. But anyway, I'm I'm talking about in the good old days. Right. No, I got you. I got you. Roger, I appreciate your call. That line is open 457-1290. We have Florida Follies news. Down to Florida. We welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays Every day in Florida So Florida Follies is a feature on this show where uh, we find unusual stories, unusual things that happen in Florida. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, we had a story about a guy who jumped a fence at a crocodile zoo Jumped in a pond to go swimming with the crocodiles. And, of course, he was attacked. Uh, But we had a man on the scene. We actually talked to a radio host down there who was very familiar with that story. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to previous shows for everything that you've missed. But here is this week's Florida Follies. And we actually have two stories. Uh, And they have to do with food. Here's the first one. Or I guess you could say potential food. (laughs) This is from St. Petersburg. Uh, Kimberly Gable, 42, was drunk and causing a scene at a St. Petersburg Red Lobster when she reached into the water tank containing live lobsters, grabbed one, and made a mad dash. Uh, The manager there called 911... And uh, Gable was quickly located. I don't know if she was found, doesn't say, out in the parking lot with the lobster. She was caught red-handed or how they caught her, but she was arrested for disorderly intoxication and booked into the county jail. Um, Well, here's the sad news, though. The lobster was never recovered. Don't know what happened to the lobster. Uh, Here's story number two, and just try to envision this, okay? Envision this in your mind as I tell the story. This is Tampa Bay, Florida. A Tampa Bay woman was charged for attacking, in quotes here, her man in bed with Chinese food. Shockingly, it happened at a mobile home park. Uh, Donna Lee Gramley... 65, uh, quote, became irate after her boyfriend purchased food for neighbors. Now, see, that was probably nice. Maybe the neighbors didn't have uh, any food, so the guy bought him some crab rangoon. What's wrong with that? Uh, When police arrived, the victim was in bed where Chinese food remnants could still be seen. Uh, Donna Lee Gramley was arrested for domestic battery and slapped with resisting, uh, a resisting charge for allegedly bracing and pulling away. What? (laughs) Okay. When officers tried to handcuff her, uh, it just sounds like a food fight got out of hand. 
doesn't it? Is it that big of a deal? I mean, I guess maybe if she was throwing egg rolls or uh, spring rolls, they could have sharp objects, uh, sharp edges. You could put an eye out with an egg roll or a spring roll or a crab rangoon for that matter. Or uh, chopsticks. Now see, that could be used as a shiv. That's why they don't serve Chinese food in prison. I'm guessing. So there you go. There's your Florida Follies. I love those stories. Everything, ha strange stuff happens in Florida. Uh, 457-1290 if you have a comment about uh, Christmas movies or waterbeds. Or if you've ever attacked someone with a uh, order of Chinese food or maybe a taco. Tacos would make a good weapon. Uh, burritos, not so much. Though I guess if you got smacked upside of the head with a bean burrito, you'd probably remember that, wouldn't you? Uh, what else do we... Oh, you know, I don't know if you heard the weather earlier, but it's going to get real windy tomorrow. And tonight, uh, just beware, my wife put out Christmas decorations today, and I'm concerned that her topiaries are going to end up in the neighbor's yard. And um, there's already enough junk in my neighbor's yard. There doesn't need to be Christmas decorations, my Christmas decorations, by the way, in their yard. So if you've got stuff outside that needs to be uh, battened down, Now's the time to do it because it's supposed to uh, start getting windy around 8 o'clock or so. I'm looking at the radar. And uh, there's some scattered showers off to the west of Dayton. Um, and then right on the Indiana line, there's a uh, long line of showers. And I'm guessing the wind is going to uh, be out ahead of that. So we're expecting that here in the next uh, 45 minutes or so. This is the Sunday Edge. My name is Todd, 457-1290. Still have a couple of minutes. If you want to hop on real quick, give us a call. This is the Sunday Edge, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the Sunday Edge with Todd on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call Todd now at 457-1290. Whatever, whatever, whatever's on your brain is fair game for the radio. Just a couple of minutes left here on the Sunday Edge. Talking about your favorite Christmas movie and why I contend that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And uh, we've taken a few calls on that. Been getting a lot of messages on Facebook. Uh, Michael says, Todd, you are completely missing the plot to the movie Die Hard. It's definitely a Christmas movie because the movie revolves around McLean, paid by, played by Bruce Willis, trying to get home in time for Christmas. The entire backstory is that the action aspect of the movie should not be a bearing on whether or not the movie is a Christmas movie. That's their opinion. And he says that um, using my view that uh, Die Hard could be any time of the year, it just happens to take place during Christmas, the same could be said for Home Alone. But I disagree. Because the whole point of Home Alone, really, uh, besides the sight gags of Macaulay Culkin um, booby-trapping their house with Christmas ornaments and toys and stuff like that to uh, throw off and thwart the thieves, remember the neighbor, the old guy, spending Christmas alone, trying to reconnect with his family. That's a Christmas theme, right? So to me, that is a Christmas film. Uh, one that wasn't mentioned, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Now, these guys are trying to get back to their homes over the holiday. They're two traveling sales guys. That, to me, is not really a Christmas movie, simply because they're trying to get back for the holidays. Again, takes place over Christmas, the wintertime, I just don't think it's a Christmas movie. Then Angela mentions, I think it's a Christmas movie, though uh, not what I really try to watch just for Christmas, but it's got a lot of good things that are happening because of Christmas. 
Um, okay. <laughs> That's an interesting comment. But here's here's my final thought on whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die Hard was released in July of 1988. July 15th to be exact. Christmas movies come out at Christmas time. Even White Christmas, a quintessential Christmas movie, came out not at Christmas. I mean, yes, it came out in October, but it came out leading into Christmas to start putting people in a Christmas holiday spirit, holiday frame of mind. Die Hard came out in the middle of the summer. That's not a Christmas movie. I just don't think it's a Christmas movie. But that's just my opinion, and I guess we're just going to have to agree to disagree. But thank you for all the uh, the lively conversation about it and the comments on the Facebook page. I really do appreciate it. Uh, this has been the Sunday Edge, and we will return next Sunday at 6 o'clock. A uh, couple things. Don't forget, speaking of uh, Christmas and the holiday spirit, WHIO, along with the Eagle Radio Station, one of our sister stations, is hosting a special screening of Christmas Vacation. A great Christmas movie about Christmas. Uh, Saturday, December 8th, at the Historic Plaza Theater in Miamisburg. Showtime, 7 o'clock. Tickets are only $5. So uh, Google Plaza Theater Miamisburg, and uh, you can buy your tickets ahead of time. Uh, our screening, and I will be there introducing the film. Probably have some prizes to give away. Uh, will be Saturday, December 8th, 7 o'clock. Christmas Vacation. This has been the Sunday Edge on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. We'll talk to you next week.